Hey, it's Coach P, Pastor P. Yep, it's me coming to you with episode number four of our first season together. Yes, yes, yes. I want to talk today about how to stay focused. Man, there's so many things fighting for our attention right now. It's just so many things that are going on out here in this world that we just need to stay focused. Because as I told you last week, we cannot ride forward looking backwards. We have to look ahead and stay focused. So many of us are preparing for what we call vision board parties, dream board parties. We going in rah, rah, rah into 2022. And guess what happened? <laughs> yeah, you know what happened. Boom. After January, everybody is like flat on their face, right? So I want to talk to you today and give you some pointers on how to stay focused. How do we do this? And guess what? Since nobody gave me any pointers last week of music or nay or nah or maybe or uh don't play any music in the background. I decided this time not to play any music in the background. And guess what? I'm going to stay focused. So the first thing we need to do is to tell you that the holidays are coming. Oh, yeah. So the first thing you need to do is get your priorities together. Number one, know your priorities. Because you will encounter all kinds of roadblocks. Oh, yes, you will. That will test your nerves. Oh, my God. They will test your nerves, right? They will. Families coming over. Friends are coming over. People coming over. People going on vacation. And guess what? You going to have to pick up that slack some kind of way, some kind of how. I want to tell you, baby, Girl, please, black girls rock, but we ain't rocks. Honey, get you some chicken from Popeye's or something. I don't know. Get you one of them turkey legs from Schnucks or whatever grocery store you got and call it a day. You hear me? The roadblocks, they just test your resolve to achieve your goals. You trying to work on what plans you got for uh, uh, 2022. And guess what? Everything at the end of the year, you got to pay your taxes. You got to go Christmas shopping. You got to go do this. You got to plan for the children being out of school and where they're going to go. And my God. So I'm going to give you seven tips to help you maneuver around those barriers. I call them barrels, but those barriers that cause you that little anxiety, like, oh my God, I cannot believe, you know, that it's just that simple. How can you stay focused? First of all, you got to write down your priorities somewhere. You ever thought about like you write something down on a sticky and you can't find it later on, you're looking for it and you're like, um, where did I put that sticky? Um, I thought they, or they fell off the mirror because of the steam in the bathroom. I know my bathroom steams up pretty good. So 
I don't really put too many stickies on my mirror because they always seem to fall off. So every time I get an idea, I've learned to put my priorities in order and then check them off as I go. I put them in my notes, in my phone. I put them, um, I write them down in my purse. I throw them in my purse. I put them in my car. Sometimes I put them on my seat in the morning. That way, when I get in my car, I know what's the first thing I need to do. We're not talking about my morning ritual because that's a whole Holy Ghost party all by itself. That's some of them things I got to do before I even hit get out the bed, right? So we talking about how to stay focused within your time. You should not have to look them up. You should actually know your priorities and trust them. However, I want you to know that sometimes it's okay. I don't have to look them up, but I do have to write them down. Now that's the one thing I got to write them down somewhere so that I can remember to, um, put them, you know, in order. Not so much as, oh, I wake up and, oh, I got 50 things to do today. No, I need to have my priorities in order. You know, they are my beacon. They guide me throughout my day and my every move. They they capture everything I need to do because what's the sense of me going all the way to the east side to get something, then running to the west side when everything I need on the east, I need to get that done. Then everything I need to do on the west, boom, I'm going over there. This is going to give me my idea how I'm going to track those activities. And then after that, if I need something south, and then I'm going to head back north, right? So everything needs structure within that day. So my first thing is my top business priorities. Those are the things that have the biggest positive impact on me and my career and my businesses, right? I have to figure out what things I need attention after my spiritual life is in order that morning. What's the next thing? You know, everybody is good. Your kids good. Your family good. You've done all that. Now, I tell everybody this, if I don't have no business in the street, I don't need to be in the street. But I say it like this, if I don't have no business in the street, I don't have no business in the street. There's no reason for me to go out in the street if I don't have no business. If it don't make dollars, it ain't making sense. If I'm not going to visit somebody sick and shut in and I don't know what I'm going out for, I'm just going around to run off, you know, uh, some gas and go looking. I, I, I definitely don't do window shopping. I'm not a good window shopper. Either I'm shopping or I'm not. I'm not gazing in and dreaming about nothing that I already know I'm going to get. I ain't got a dream because I already got it in my sanctified imagination. So I got my business priorities and I got my personal priorities. But my first priorities is my spiritual priorities. I have priorities to do my best work. And the best thing I can do in the kingdom is wake up on the right side of the bed and know that the Lord has spared me another day. And then I give him glory and I give him praise. And after me and him finish talking while I'm making up my bed and getting everything settled in that room, I go head to that restroom, brush my teeth, wash my face, get the things I need done in there, head out to get my coffee. I'm still talking to the Lord while I'm walking through the house because I'm going, Lord, what is going on in this house? Lord, who left these dishes in the sink? Lord, what in the world is going on down this hallway? Who dropped these crumbs, Lord? You know, you're still talking to the Lord on your way to where you got to go. Then, 
The next thing you need to do is when you're talking to Mary or Sarah or Elizabeth or Joseph or whoever it is, share your priorities. Let them know. So you want to have lunch? Okay, first I got to go over here to the east side and take care of X, Y, and Z. And if they're your friends, they're going to want you to meet your uh, goals, right? So they're going to be like, girl, yeah, go ahead, take care of that. Then I'm going to the west side. Now, in between there, you can meet me at lunch somewhere or you can wait till I come back north for dinner. Because think about it. If I'm going east, west, south, north, or whatever direction, you can meet me in traffic. But make sure you meet me after I take care of my business because I got some business in the street. So I got business in the street. I'm going to hit that. So those who love you should want to support you. And they want to make sure that, guess what? You reach those goals. But guess what? They won't know unless you tell them. They won't know unless you tell them and explain to them how how fervent you are about this goal, how you got to get it done. So telling people what you want for yourself will make it easier for those boundaries around your time. So they're not so upset because you can't meet with them for, you know, uh, a little conversation about Mary at church yesterday or whatever happened over here and this that happened, a little gossip time, a little girl time. Uh-uh. Let me get my goals done and then we'll have girl time, right? Yeah, you say so. So this is what I say. I'm sorry, I can't have lunch with you. That's my boo-boo time. That means that's that time I got to take care of some schnitz. I got to take care of some stuff at that time. I can't hang out with you. They will better understand why. Trust me. If you know that, say like, girl, and I call that my work time. That's what I got to do work. I call it my boo-boo time because I can't say that other word, right? But until the Lord releases all the funds I need, guess what? It's going to be okay. It's going to be all right because I got to do what I got to do. Then number three, you got to let it go. You got to let it go. Say yes to your big goals and mean that you must say no to other things. Guess what? Some things I got to sweep, sweep, sweep off my plate. Decide what can and should be eliminated from your schedule. Oh, goodness. I know them eight hours can and will be eliminated from my schedule. That's my work time. That's the work that get the paycheck, right? Or that paycheck. But I'm talking about that thing that I love so much that I wish it was my work that paid my bills. But I know that the Lord told me that my gifts will make room for me. So that means that eventually when I get out here and do what the Lord told me to do, guess what? Not only will I monetize this uh, 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 podcast, but I'm going to monetize my goals. I'm going to monetize everything I have to offer. My coaching business is going to go through the roof. My teaching business is going to fly sky high. And guess what? Even my online um, uh, academy is getting ready to be boom. It's going to be fire. So, yes, I have to say no to some things so that I could decide what to sweep off my plate. Now, I might have to sweep off uh, socializing like that lunch and dinner that my girlfriend wanted to have girl time with. I might have to spend time off your social media. Yep, I will shut it down. I get in there, boop, 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 say what I got to say, and I'm gone. I ain't trolling. I ain't strolling. I ain't doing none of that. I'm just putting my stuff in. So I know people be like, girl, I ain't finna follow her. She don't never say nothing to me. 
it ain't purposely, boo. I'm sorry. I'm just not one of those people that like to troll. I guess I should start doing that so I could get more, you know, they say activity and visibility, but uh that just ain't my thing. Um, I have to say no to other things and decide, right? I'm getting caught up with the funny videos on YouTube and watching television, but you know now. I got a confession. When I'm having a moment, I like me some TikTok. TikTok make me smile. Like some people didn't get killed and tra- strangled because I found me a TikTok that made my body rock and I forgot all about them. When I say that, it's like TikTok is so cute and funny to me. Some of the videos, just they just make me laugh so hard. And then there's something that's so spiritual. It depends on who you follow now. I don't follow all that foolishness. But my, my daughter, I follow businesses and stuff like that. I follow that I like. People that are funny to me or people that I know can dance. And, oh, we, baby, some of them just big old fine, not nice looking sons of mine. You notice I said they sons of mine. Yeah, I just watch them and I'd be so proud of them. Yes, I'd be so proud of them. So some days I have to get off of there because sometimes I can just troll, troll, troll. Yes, I can. But it might also be that I need to pull back from venues that aren't serving me and marketing methods that haven't paid off after consistent effort. You ever just keep on posting somewhere and it ain't doing nothing for you? That drives me freaking crazy. Like, I'm not posting over there no more. I'm not even sharing some stuff no more to people that ain't sharing my stuff. I'm like, guess what? I'm not sharing. No, I'm not doing it. And I'm really not a big YouTuber except the music. So I guess once I become a YouTuber, I'll YouTube. But right now, I ain't into all that. So some things you got to let go. We already said, number one, focus, focus, focus. Number two, prioritize. Number three, let it go. Number four, practice a standard, a rejection line. It goes like this. Um, no, thank you. Um, I'm sorry. Um. I'm sorry I can't do that with or for you. I'm on a deadline. I would love to do it. Um, but however, uh, my goals are very important to me. Um, so no, not going to be able to do that. A rejection line is what you'll use to say, just plain oh no. Thank you for your request. And uh, sorry. You know, my time and my energy is very important. Where I place myself at right now is very important to me. So I have to manage the time that I have left on this earth, which we don't know. It could be the next breath, (gasps) right? We up here thinking we got time and we may not have time. So just make sure that you got time because I'm going to tell you something. Some people think they got time and they really don't, right? So the next thing is you tend to favor the one that you learned. The one that I learned is the one that I use all the time. When I was in ministry, I used to say, well, let me take that back to my board and see if that will work. I was the board. It didn't work for me, but I was very very proactive and I had that. I had that. I remember people used to tell me that and they didn't have no board neither, but I learned it from the best. (laughs) Another favorite is let me think about it and get back to y'all. Yeah. 
That's a good one. Let me think about it. This is more postponing a response rather than delivering an outright rejection. Sometimes you really, you ain't in the mood to hear it, but you don't want to say no, no, no. You do want to kind of let it go and let it flow. But at the same time, you don't want to say yes. You don't want to say no. Just let me think about it and get back to you. How about... Um, next Monday, if you haven't heard from me, just give me a call and we'll see, you know, what the board thinks about it. But let me see. I can, I think I can do something about that. So it's perfect to use when you're tempted, right? But don't um, say yes or say no too quickly. Make sure you focus, right? Number five, believe. Trust that you can reach them big old goals. They wouldn't have occurred to you if the universe wasn't ready to deliver. I want you to know that if it's in your favor, if it fell in your brain, guess what? Don't let it build a nest up there. Go ahead and call it done. Make sure that goal gets completed. God wouldn't have gave it to you if he didn't give you a provision for the vision. So it may not be right now, but he ain't say no. He ain't say no. I heard somebody say last night, actually the pastor said, uh, sometimes we learn the lessons in no without even, they are nonverbal no. It just don't happen. He said it just don't happen. So that was the no. I ain't got to answer you. It's a no, not for me. So just because I ain't say no, it meant no, right? But um, believe and trust that you can reach those big goals. They wouldn't have occurred to you if it wasn't time to deliver. There will be people in circumstances, though, that try to separate you from your dreams. I call them the dream snatchers, the goal killers. Yeah, they come along and snatch your dream. And next thing you know, you see them on some other channel trying to do what you said you was going to do. But they said, oh, no, that just seemed like it's impossible. Girl, I don't know. I just don't see that. I didn't. You ain't supposed to see it. I'm supposed to see it. Right. I just don't. I just don't see that. But the more that I have faith in my direction, the more likely I will be able to stand up for what is important. It don't matter if it ain't important to you, boo. It's mine, and I'm gonna own it, right? So number six, boom, hang a sign on the door. Say, don't disturb this groove. You better hear me. Remember when they made that song? They said, hang a sign on the door. Don't disturb my groove. Your goals should have a groove, baby. You should have a sign on the door. Say, um, sorry, these are my hours. After that, baby, I am in my groove. I'm in my goaling. I am goaling and growing and going, baby. I don't have time to play no games with you. I am focused. I am driven. And I am doing the work that God gave me. My vision. I'm moving in my vision. I ain't just dreaming about it. I'm being about it. I ain't just going to be about it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So post a sign on your door with the name and the time that you will be available and name it. Name say um, uh, Super Saturday. That's when I'll be available again from what time? Eight in the morning to 12. After that, I'm, I'm, I'm back on my groove. Right. Call your day and add the date of the establishment that it if it helps, like add the date. Um, this Saturday, what is that going to be? I don't know. Whatever day that's going to be. 
You let them know I ain't going to be able to help you, boo. So no, a sign reminds you that you are at work and you cannot be interrupted. Now, people just downright disrespectful and still bust in your room. And then I can see if it's an emergency, but those that just come in and then say, girl, how this look? Or girl, help me, zip me up, do this, do that, or whatever they call and call and back to back to back. And you thinking it's an emergency and you just stop to answer them. And they say, girl, what you doing? Really? Really? I hang up on them. Click. Uh-uh. Then I ask myself, what if? That's number seven. Number seven. What if? What if? What if? Right? When I was writing my book, and I'm still writing my book, my coach used to ask me, what if you go in the bookstore? Imagine, Coach P, that you go in the bookstore and you see your book on the shelf. Guess what? Only if it's been written by somebody else. What? He said, yeah. I mean, he had me all pumped up. I was like, yeah, Barnes and Nobles is on this shelf. It's on that shelf. Oh, yeah, I see it. I see it, he said. But guess what? I said, what? He said, somebody else wrote it. Look at the bottom. The author ain't you. I said, what you mean the author ain't me? The author ain't you. Why? Because you allowed other things to get in front of your goal. So that kind of got me nervous. And trust me, I have put out there about four or five times the title of my book, what it's going to be about, but I ain't finished it yet. And everybody like, so when your book going to be done, Coach P? So now if I go in the store and I see the title of my book, I can't even get mad. Why? Because I ran my doggone mouth. Yes, I did. So the thought that someone would write my book before me, helps me to stay on task. You hear me? I ain't going to let nobody else do that. So that what if helped me to stay on my priorities. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not. I'm not going to let nobody tell me what to do in my priorities. So now I gave you my six, how to stay focused. Number one, know your priorities. Number two, share your priorities with only the people that's close to you though. Don't share with everybody. And that's accountability. The reason why you want to share it with people that tr that you trust, that love you, they will understand when you are not able to really Go and do the things. Friday night, Saturday night, you've already scheduled something that needs to be done by Monday. But they like, girl, you got till Monday. No, if you've scheduled Friday and Saturday to get it done, get it done. Number three was let it go. Let it flow. Let people know, oh, no. Um, some things got to swipe off my plate. And unfortunately, boo, you are one of them. Number four, you're going to practice a standard rejection line. And don't be so harsh. Don't You ain't got to say, oh, no, nah, mm -mm, I got stuff to do. Mm -mm, boo, I'm doing me. I got to do me. Boo, boo, boo. All that doing me stuff ain't. Listen, I'm working for the Lord this weekend. I got some things that I have to get in priority, you know, put in focus, keep my focus on and prioritize my time because these were goals and visions that were given to me by the Lord. So let's just meet up next Monday, right? So then we talked about, first of all, I mean, next after um, you practice a standard line, you got to believe in your own goals. You need to believe in your own goals. Then number six, hang a sign on your door. And my last one, number seven is ask yourself 
what if? What if I went somewhere and seen everything that I had planned on doing somewhere else? It would break my heart. It would break your heart. Those are my seven um, wise Wednesday, Wednesday gifts to you guys to stay focused, right? I need for you guys to know that, you know, vision boards should definitely be something that is doable. Break your visions down. Break your goals down. Break down everything that God has given you and put it on a board. And don't feel bad whenever you don't do something in a record time. Only feel bad if you ain't even started. But sometimes things get in the way and you have to just reset the date. And it's okay. It's okay. The only way that you can't become great is if you don't start. But if you start, you can become great. You still got an opportunity. So it is your Coach P, Pastor P. Yep, it's me. And I'm signing off. This is our fourth edition of our first season. And I just want to get better, greater, and wonderful, and more um, tactful for you guys. Leave me a comment how I can better serve you guys as a coach. Um, I am also going to start doing the Saturdays. But once again, I told you, I will let you guys know when I'm going to start those Saturdays, self-care Saturdays. I'm going to give you some tips, right? So let's keep going, growing, and glowing. It's your girl, Pastor P, Coach P, signing off. I thank you for listening. Leave me a comment if this helped you in any way. And don't forget, we're going to do online classes, and I will give you those dates and those links, as well as I want to do an online dream class. So I will talk to you guys soon. God bless you. Stay focused and stay real.